articulation podcast i am your host jamie wills as per normal i'm joined today as well let's introduce the uh the unregular host adam blackburn hey then howdy 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 now that is a catchphrase you remember that from the very old school days I of adam blackburn do you remember that yeah i uh, wish i wish i forgot yeah. it um and my other co-host he looks like he wears a bin bag for halloween and calls that a costume it's dan bassett and, and if people don't give me at them, they're many, many ists. Yeah, just all the ists. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hello, everyone. N- nudists? I guess that would be. Yeah. No, no, no. We, we, we're, let's not. Let's not go down some some horrid avenues until later in the pod, like. Or next week when we have Rush on uh, for an interview, where we'll be. Um, I say we. Uh, we'll come to that in a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, we. There's no we. There's no I in we. Um, there's no I in three POA. There's uh, I'll be joined by Sal from Rush Toys to discuss all the wrongdoings, I guess, and everything about the um the figure line that you guys need to know. So we'll put up a a post asking for your questions. Uh, probably when this episode goes live, so on Wednesday at some point. So uh, look out for that on the Facebook page. And in a nutshell, we just want to get answers. That's the gist of it. Boy, oh boy, will I be asking some questions. For you, for you, the fans. Yes, yeah, not, not for, nothing in it for me, uh, just nothing in it for me whatsoever. I didn't even order any brush toys, but um, sick of seeing them. Sp- speaking of things in it for you, we have a T Public website. We do have a T Public website, and hopefully, we'll have a Wrestling Merch UK one soon if they ever. Email me back. Um, yes, it's gone to the three POA Facebook and Instagram where they're pinned. You can go on there and get a uh, an RT public website. Dan, have yours arrived yet? No, brilliant. What <laughs> 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 you uh, Yeah, they're not uh, not 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 the quickest it seems, but they are the best. Yeah, yeah, they are the best. <laughs> Good thing they don't rush. If if you want to support that, do again. We still don't know how much money. We, but again, there's no we. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the money, Low. <laughs> One uh, POA. Catch up, <laughs> yeah. Catch up from last week. We had Mitch on from Grapplers and Gimmicks. Um, what a lovely man, Mitch is. What a wonderful thing. And he showed us his shop, and his shop was so lovely. I wish I had a wrestling shop. We saw his shop and his and his lovely mother as well. Yeah, I know, who is actually genuinely lovely. Wrestle dudes from uh, Epic Toys have, uh, are on the website, epic-toys.co.uk. Make sure you check out the website. It's, it's newly refreshed. You even get some cheddars on there. I just realised today that Swoggle's still on there. Wow. On card as well. 25 smackaroos. 25 of your, your great British pounds. Um, there's a swag, I think there's an Ethan Page loose on there as well, all sorts. Oh, wow. What a treat. Um, Honestly, and... you can like really do that damage with those wrestle dudes. They have... 
They have some heft. It sounds like you've eaten one of them. To be fair, not just not just yet, <laughs> not just yet. Um, and well, something we did get in last week, but every time we kept talking, Mitch would go off on a on a tangent. Um, Sabu, we had a Sabu update from Epic Toys. There should be an Instagram post out in a couple of days. What do you want, Dan? I was doing Sabu's pose. You fucking did. oh, I thought you put your hand up. <laughs> fucking hell! Hi, hi, me, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do the voice. Um, Sabu is now in the final part of production and it's likely to ship in December um, we've seen final images well like final moulds of the prototype today, uh, looks lovely uh, they're going to try and message him and get some spare hands in there as the last update we had so fingers crossed that is a yes going forward yes uh, we also have a Powers of Pain demolition update uh, which was just the plastic was up, been injected and in the final phase of production so we're now in October Meaning that November is technically next month for delivery. That we, yeah, no, cannot wait for those. Cannot wait for those. And the biggest epic news, or have you more? Uh, crack on. The biggest epic news, as as is so apt and so and, and you know so so apt that it comes from an Irishman, is that the British Bulldogs pre-order is opening this Friday. What a bloody treat! It's a not a shotgun pre-order. It's a dynamite pre-order. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. well, it'll be open for plenty of time. So, you know. It's a long bit of dynamite. Um, it takes yeah. quite a while to explode. Don't we all in our old age? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that'll yeah. be up on Friday. The card looks lovely. They'll be sharing a picture of that. It really does. It really does, as as do the figures, which we've seen over the last number of weeks. Um, big credits to Action Figure Satter, Callum. Tippy as always, and the rest of the crew, because these you you don't want to miss these folks. If you miss these, I don't know, bad things could happen. Yeah, okay. we did see a lot of. Um, I'll just show Adam a picture now because obviously Adam's out of the loop. Um, but we did see a lot of um, nice. A lot of people being like, "Oh, I missed out on the demolition and powers of pain." <laughs> yeah, that may be that. A lot. It was, it was up for like a whole a whole month. Um, oh, six weeks nearly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I, I said they'll they'll get very minimal extras in stock enough just to cover damages and so on. Um, so there will be extras in stock, but not many when they arrive yeah, next to month. Get, to get one now, you want to be quick off the button or pay loads of money on eBay. One or judger. One or judger. Uh, and also Greg Valentine is due. I think it's due in a couple next couple of days. It, probably by the time this goes out, it should be in, meaning by Friday, which is the sixth, should be in some people's hands, and then the mystery man will be revealed. The mystery man will be revealed. Oh, um, Adam feels like the mystery man because we're all talking epic, and it's like we're talking Spanish to the poor man. Sorry, I'm 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 slightly up on it. I've been listening to you guys every week. That's I know good. the shizzle. Is that you? You're the you're the listener. <laughs> I am the. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like we've bought a fan in for an episode. Um, so let's go crack on with some news then, shall we? Some some all round news. It's just some sexy boys, boys. talking about some new toys. toys. It's just some sexy boys, boys. talking about some new toys. Check these things out, girls. Hands on the merchandise. 
Yeah, the sexy jingle in there. Uh, let's start with WWE, the small indie company. Um, I don't know. I'm going to cut you on this one because I think because I think when we first saw on my edition bodies, you were like, I don't understand. Like you didn't like the torso, and I was like, oh, the torso looks fine. This Kurt Angle, what do you what do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a strange one. It's absolutely beefy as anything on the top of it. And then it leads into this little Miss World slim waist. Uh, it just looks absolutely ridiculous, which is a real shame because the heads, the medals, the belt, the, the singlet that goes with it, everything's perfect. Everything's what you want from a Kurt Angle figure. And then they've absolutely ruined it by that weird torso. Yeah, annoying. Because um, you say everything's everything's perfect. And then I guess obviously you cover the body up with a singlet. But at the same time, it just shouldn't be. I don't think Angle was anywhere near as as beefy then as he was ah. later on in like a few years later. So frustrating, but what can you do? Eddie Guerrero seems to suffer from that as well. Yeah, Eddie Guerrero's got the same thing. Um, <laughs> did a running change and changed the color of the boots on Eddie Guerrero. Nothing else, just the boots. Uh, not the shoulders, not the arms, not. <laughs> Other than just the fucking boots. And, and does that mean that friend of the show, Phil Donut, needs to get two? He does uh, yes, he does. See, I think he's also bought two. Oh, okay. He's not my friend, all right? Okay. <laughs> friend. Um, <laughs> we also saw Bobby Lashley. I think he comes with the United States title, um, looking at it. Not in my head what, um, what I class as the ultimate Bobby Lashley figure. I think ultimate edition figures should be not like timeless attires, but attires that you remember people in. Like the Kurt Angle, for example, was quite memorable for that 2000 run that he had towards the end when he won the title. Bobby Lashley, maybe not the US title run from last year, whenever it was. Doesn't make any sense for it to, to be that outfit. No, I mean, it's black trunks, basically, for me. But I guess if they did that, you could almost say, oh, you've cheaped out. Mm-hmm. And you've, you've gone for the really easy attire. Um, but everything about this looks wrong. I mean, when I first saw it from a distance, I assumed it was Harlem Heat. I assumed it was either Booker T or Stevie Ray from Harlem Heat when I first saw it. Or Big T. Uh, and then obviously, or, big or Big T, yes. Uh, and then when I got closer, obviously, I saw the saw the bits and bats. And it's just, yeah, like you say, it's not an iconic Lashley look. Uh, and as far as the figure is concerned, the legs are really spindly. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't yeah. have thin legs. He has really muscly legs, but especially the top half, his legs are really, really bulky. Um, so it, it's weird. All in, all out. Um, also, I found out the other week that he has had a picia, I believe, Bobby Lashley. Oh, so he looked really yeah. closely. He hasn't got any eyelashes either. Oh. Bobby, no Lashley. He hasn't always had it, but I like the joke. Thank you. Um, I, I, like too, but like, I was I was kind of training myself not to laugh at stuff earlier, so I, I've been stifling them for the show, and it kind of hurts. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> um, we also saw Bianca Belair, which I, I'm I quite like the figure. Looks good. Yeah, it, do, it does. It looks good. I I think I don't think there's enough differences in the women's figures from the basics to the elites mm-hmm. to the ultimates for me. You look at it and you wouldn't automatically say that's an elite, that's an ultimate, whatever. I mean, I, I obviously sell figures and sometimes when I'm looking at them, I have to rack my brains and do some research for whether it's an elite or a basic. 
Um, so yeah, just just not enough difference, but it is a nice enough figure if you're a Bel Air fan. Yeah, um, as I say, it's once again we're playing an outfit that you can say she's ultimate because it's very there's different outfits, but they're all quite similar. They're all sparkly. They all have the the lips on and so on. So, um, perfectly fine with it. Makes sense. Uh, we also saw the Survivor Series elites. Let me just get this up because I've all written out the of the pictures next to it, or the other way around, and I've got the pictures and I've not got thing up. But the Survivor Series one, the builder figure for that one is the British Bulldog. I don't know much for true. Um, nineteen ninety nine Survivor Series. Does that stand out to either of you two as a no as a British Bulldog? No. I presume hardcore division in jeans. Um. Sort of, I think it was just before the hardcore division. So imagine, like, I think with this, he was in a match with the big show in like a five on one or something similar. Okay. Maybe. I thought when he came back, he went straight to the hardcore division. I get like a little feud with The Rock first. Like the Rock yeah, and Triple H. He, he was catapulted to main event as soon as he came back and then just not given any chance. Nobody thought he was ever going to win any of those matches. And then he just got bumped down the card. Okay. Um, and then I think he won the hardcore title and gave it to Boss Man. And then there's like a whole thing about that. And then he left again shortly after. What a man. Uh, Jerry Lawler uh, is the, one of the first one we'll see. We also saw Charlotte Flair, who on first impressions, it's a lot like Dakota Kai, which is weird because they're both very different body shapes. Shawn Michaels in the 2002 Mission Chamber one in the, in the shitty Chitty Charlotte Tights and Kevin Owens with a briefcase for some reason. Very little detail that I've noticed there. The world heavyweight title that Shawn Michaels has got is a completely different mold to the normal belts that they do. Um, oh, it's more curved. On top, yeah. yeah. Um, that, that surprised me because usually they do go for a few cheap options in these ones because obviously you're getting the extra builder figure parts, um, but they've actually gone to the effort of doing that, so fair play to them. The um, HBK, I quite like the way that they've positioned the belt on the packaging. Normally they'd have it next to it, but the iconic scene of him in the chamber with the belt over his shoulder. Um, not got a crying face, but but who cares? What what year is uh, Lawler? 94? Because it's not fucking 93 anyway, the, the dirty nuns. But uh... <laughs> so you don't deserve that. He had to not be in Survivor Series 93. Oh. Because of that. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I'd say 94, 95 would make sense. Isn't the match with Doink? Probably. With Stink and Pink and Wink. Wink. And Wink. Cheesy, queasy, sleazy. Yeah. All the, <laughs> all the greats. All the greats. We also saw the War of Humble Elites with the Virgil Builder figure. Um, Brock Lesnar from a couple of years ago, Batista from 05, Ridge Holland from whenever that was, and Beth Phoenix from I think last year, I believe. I think so. I think yeah. so. Uh, the Virgil looks looks good. I think it's one that we've been crying out for for a while. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And put that Virgil has too. For sure. <laughs> Something new for him to sign with uh, he can't actually sign it because he's the builder figure. The $20 man. Um, we also saw the WrestleMania Elite, Pat McAfee, John Cena, The Rock, and Tris Stratus. Um, interesting with The Rock, I think he comes with, so they all come with Nicholas being the builder figure. 
Uh, ridiculous Nicholas. Huh? Was there not a set of figures cancelled? That was the basics, which we'll, yeah. we'll come I'm, to. I'm so sorry, basic fans. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Pat McAfee comes with a t-shirt for Nicholas. John Cena comes with uh, the arms and Trish with the legs. And I think The Rock comes with the tag title, which goes to Nicholas as well. So the Rock, you technically get two tiles with The Rock. Um, interesting about The Rock figure is on the back, it, it fucks up. It says that in Roman numerals, it says 27. But... The match it talked about was 28, which was the once in a lifetime match John Cena. But the figure with the title is from 29. Oh. So go figure. Oh. Yes. And also the trunks are incorrect for that WrestleMania. And also, if you look at the way they position the figure, they've squeezed the legs together. So it's definitely one that's going to have that's proper like, leg issues. It's going to be a wobble. Once you get it out, it'll be wobbly like a rock. Um, Ultimate Warrior from SummerSlam 1991 as well, one more edition, randomly just chucked in there. Um, no one asked for it, but hey, I love that coat. Yes. You mentioned it before, Dan, the WrestleMania, the basics have been cancelled. Um, I, I got ahead of myself. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That's fine. I, I didn't actually have it on the news anyway, but I think it's worth talking about. It's the one with Muhammad Ali that we spoke about. Yes. And and on a, a kind of lesser well-known podcast, they were talking about it a few weeks ago, saying that they were quite cross because, as ultimate collectors, that it was happening. Maybe that's good. I'm guessing that's probably not why, but um, it's a weird one. I don't know. Why. Maybe they're cancelling the basics for the WrestleMania. Like, have you ever bought one? They've always reduced the last year's ones. Andre the Giant and Bianca yeah, Belair. You still find Andrade on a shelf. For, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, so the basic series with the new articulation, you got Honky Tonk Man. I think it's basic one, three, four. I want to say, I mean, that uh, Honky Tonk Man, who is the chase, Charlotte Flair, Undertaker, top dollar. So that's keep the kids away from First that, and last in line, <laughs> and uh, Hulk Hogan, 175th in the line. Um, Hulk Hogan's in his workout gear, which to be fair. It looks like you can display like quite display quite nicely. Looks nice. Yeah. It would display nice. Um I'm sure the honky's been released before. What what on earth is even different about it? Is it just got different coloured musical notes on it or Yeah, it's, the blue one's been released before, isn't it? In like an earlier series. The red one's like... been out with Warrior in a double pack. That's right. That's right. Oh, because you had a double pack before, didn't you? It was like a SummerSlam <laughs> one. Yeah. 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 Um yeah, probably. <laughs> But they've, they've updated the articulation for all the Honky Tonk fans. Well, that's great news. We're the Honky Tonk fans. That's what they sing when they enter. Honky Tonk room. fan. Um, Willy Wonka figures. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I mean, you shake your head. I, I, I'm all for this line. Super 7 have done the, the Wonka bar figures. Um, three new characters straight in with the set. No chase in there. Um, no anchor either, really. You'll see Woody Wonka in there, but there's no Charlie Bucket. No Where is the link here? Three points of articulation, wrestling figure podcast. Where's this link? Do you know how many artic- points of articulation these figures have got? Three. There's seven. There's seven. Ah. But, um, it's... Oh, well, I mean, if the company can get it out to the people, that would be fascinating. Yeah. 
That'd be good. <laughs> Where's the rest of the Super 7s? But what about that? Um, I'm just saying what I want is a Grandpa Joe in a bed. Um, sort of a builder figure or a wrecking playset or something. That's what I'm after. I, I That sounds good. I hate you. Yeah. How good does that sound? Benefit cheat, Joe. <laughs> Benefit oh cheat, Joe. Build, build an Oompa Loompa. You can have as well. God. What you again? From a gobbling pre-order. <laughs> you can have uh, Augusta's loop with the pipe as well. And you push a little button on the back and say, Augusta, save some room for later. <laughs> Writes themselves, this stuff. Um, well, yeah, and, and Krampus is never coming out either, which I don't know how I managed no, to that. We're all a bit upset about Krampus not coming out. I actually saw him advertise for a show the other day and then I think the show was cancelled, so... <laughs> 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 He's got no fucking luck, that man, is he? He should stop stealing presents or whatever he does. What does what's Krampus do? What's the urban legend? You're thinking of the Grinch. Yeah. Krampus the Grinch or, or my uncle. <laughs> he needs some crack money. Yeah. Krampus <laughs> comes and shites in your house. Oh, does he? <laughs> yeah. Stop doing that then. If you stop doing that, then. Uh... Maybe get books some more Krampus. Think about it. Krampus. Think about it. Krampus. <laughs> um, speaking of Krampus, the WWE Bendems. <laughs> Did you guys get a look at these? Yeah. Um, Not as terrible as I thought, but they don't sit with the previous ones because they're too kind of realistic looking. And they don't sit with like a basic or an elite. So I don't know what they are. They're like the WCW ones before they signed the contract with Galoob in 1990. That's what they look like. Yeah. Um, Seth Rollins looks fucking awful, just to clarify. But I think for these, they're, they're fine. Stocking fillers. Oh, yeah. yeah. It looks like those really, really bad 3D printed versions that you see, where it hasn't quite come out right, the skin tone and stuff like that. Um, that, that's just what they look like to me. Just really basic, horrible things. That's about eighty percent of the retros on the market at the moment, mate. Um, but yeah, The Rock, Undertaker, Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, and then they got like the current day guys, John Cena, uh, that good old young and up, 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 upstart, and uh, Rey Mysterio, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns are the eight. What else have we got on the books? Um, did you guys see the... I haven't really touched on this. The, the Claudio Castagnoli ROH one of 5,000. Yeah. I did. I think that looks great. So do I. But it's just I'm way too much of a completionist to be going after these, but I really like it. Um, it's how you make a Cesaro figure look a bit more toyetic, I guess. Just give him a load of fucking accessories. That's and, a, and a scarf. I think the scarf's got a lot of room in that box to move and make it make some people receive one and try and swap it because the scarf's out of place and they want to keep it in box. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, also, Death Triangle as well, coming in a three pack. Which um, £5,000 because it's got the trios titles with it. Maybe. <laughs> they haven't got scissors, though. Once they're scissors on the end, that's, what's the, that's where the money is. Everyone knows that. Did uh, they sell out of those? Maybe. 
Yeah, I know when like... I last looked at it, four of them had gone at five thousand pound each. I can't believe it. That's the poor people with more money than sense. Hey, maybe they're using Klarna. Have I thought about that? Uh, let's have a look. Acclaimed AEW belts. Uh, do acclaimed trios titles. Oh, that's fucking wrestle talk. I'm gonna click on that. Just give me the. There we go. Pro wrestling tees. Four left. There's four of them left. So six people have parted with five grand. One they of them have was... match now at least. Those six. Yeah. Yeah. Winner takes all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, going back, going back to those figures, they look class. And obviously, Pac's got the two belts. Uh, it's a really nice display. I mean, it's a little bit boring in the background if you're going to keep it in the box like that. But obviously, they are meant to go into the triangle type of shape, isn't it? So it's yeah. probably one that you're gonna take out. Yeah, you'd imagine so. It'd be um all I think it like folds round, I think, sort of like yeah. a a level one to Cashy's castle. You remember the way they run through the doors? Yeah. Like a honeycomb. Uh and the comic kid is up for pre-order from KWK, which if you're in the UK, you just buy it from that website. Come what it is, just type in KWK wrestling figures and you'll find it. I'm gonna buy one of each. The... I think I am as well because he was the first person I saw a WWE show. There you go. Was it the uh, the blue and yellow? Is the two colors, isn't it? Yeah, and the yellow is there's only one reference shot for it, and it was on YouTube, like and supposedly awarded in New Japan. I cannot find it for I, there's one reference shot, so apparently it was his debut in New Japan. Yeah, okay. I, I did have a good old YouTube for it and I could not find it. So, you know, people people in the comments uh, or on the forums, if you want to show me, then do and don't show me anything else. Maybe they will. Um, And the final bit of news I got is the zombie sailor Brian Pillman figure. Uh, we've seen an updated look on him. Hair-wise still looks a bit too clean. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it doesn't look enough. It looks more like Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah. Right. NXT superstar Brian Pillman Jr. Yes, that young, up-and-coming 31-year-old with vignettes <laughs> <laughs> about college and stuff. I wonder who it could be. <laughs> um, Adam, what did, you, what did you think of this? I think you weren't really a fan the, before. The picture that I saw, the latest picture that I saw, made the body and the legs look better than they did. Because I thought the legs had those kind of... It had the look of the legs that spin around uncontrollably after a month of owning it. Um, but it looks a lot better. But the face, it, it's just not Brian Pillman. It's just nowhere near Brian Pillman. So it isn't one that I would put on a shelf and go, I've got a Brian Pillman figure. It's a nice figure. It's not Brian Pillman. No, I think the to the nailed... They did a good job on the early Brian Pillman Elite that they did. Yeah, I thought they would they would have done a good job of a basic around the same time of like a loose cannon with like the standard black trousers and maybe like a, a waistcoat. So they did what they did with the DEP, um, and then we had yes, we had the loose cannon elite in the legends line, didn't we? Then we had Hollywood blondes, yeah, in the elite line as well, yeah, and both of those are great. So. Um, and that's the standard you have to try and meet if you want to make a Brian Pilgrim figure. So yeah, exactly. I think that's probably one of the reasons why Magnum TA wasn't one of the highest selling power towns because we've already got a Magnum TA in the elite line. 
That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. It, it did a job, didn't it? Um, yeah. albeit like I think that one's quite cheap, but like Texas Tornadoes fest fetches quite a hefty price, isn't it? So that's probably good. A friend of mine got it for Christmas from his wife. No, oh, yeah. that's a good did, did, did the foot come off in the box? Oh, wow! Oh, wow. Should do. Um, and also his retros have, have finally arrived. Zombies, that is not uh not Kerry Von Eriks. Um yeah, the retros have finally arrived after what three or four months on the sea. Three or four months on the sea, a year since pre-order. Um, but it's gonna be much shorter than series one. La da 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 and supposedly Bastion Buggers on the way after that, like pretty soon, so in the next couple of weeks, so. I'm yes. going to point out to you, Jamie, just because I always used to do this in the original 3POing incarnation, but those zombie cards are amazing because the figure matches the person on the card. I did see Every that. single one of them matches the attire that figure is wearing, and that needs applause. I did I see that. that. I did see that, and I thought of you, and then I looked at Nick Gage and thought, no, it doesn't. Because it doesn't. Does Nick Gage not? No. Right, I'm having a look. Um, I probably didn't do it. Nick Gage ran oh, I just saw the red on it and assumed on that one. Mm. Oh, you've ruined it, Jamie. Ruined it. Not me that's ruined it, pal. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that and, and thought, oh, they're all matching the outfits. How good. And then I got to Nick Gage and I was like, oh, no. Okay, he did a very close job then. Let's say yeah. that. He did a very yeah. I mean, imagine just with the reference shots that he's been sent. But in saying that, Kevin Sullivan is wearing the exact same outfit with very similar makeup. Um, the hair's wet on the figure. The hair's not wet on the picture. Probably being the only difference if we're splitting hairs. Every pun intended. Andre looks like he shit his pants. Um, Raven looks like an did sometimes though. Yeah, that's yeah. Raven looks like a Nintendo sixty four character. Um, Whereas he's all nice and baby faced in the on the card. So because obviously, I mean, I do listen to the pod, and I'm trying to think whether I've forgotten here. Have you discussed these actual pictures yet that we've been looking at? We did when we because we went for a phase when like people were Mitch would put a picture up, but then Zombie would put a picture up of him holding or someone holding a Bruiser Brody figure. And be like the Bruce Brody figure is in hand. This is what it looks like complete. So he'd wait until then. So that's when we normally discuss it when that come up. So that was consistent for two three weeks. So these would have yeah. been um, discussed. I think the Raven either he didn't put a picture up or it looked completely different. We need to discuss that Raven if you've it not. Looks discussed quite it. different to what he's been showing. It looks quite different. It's quite different. Very, yeah. very different. Everyone, everyone, whether they're a Raven fan, whether they're a zombie fan or not, raved about this figure. Including me. Again. Yeah. Um, and yeah, even even, even me, because at that point when that was coming out, I wasn't the biggest zombie fan, you know. I've turned slightly now. Um, well, that face on Raven is terrible. Somebody made a face. comment on one of your posts about how it looks like the grandma out of the Goonies. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, this is the figure that he. You probably can't really see it because it's a video. But um, the video that was uploaded of Raven does look pretty hard to like. Instagram so shit. It's much more roundy looking, the character. Well, if you get a chance, go on to Zombie Sailor's Instagram and scroll back to 
7th of July. Um, and the Raven figures on there, it's a lot less scrunched up. Which is weird. It looks more like, now it looks more like the Toy Biz Raven. Yeah, I see what you mean there, yeah. Which is not a bad thing, that's what he's going for, but I just don't think that's what he's was going for. Uh, and the Nick Gage, looking back at it, looks better now than what it did back then. That's a weird one. But um, Raven on the whole, I think everyone, I think even myself was saying maybe figure of a figure of the year, best retro style figure. I don't know whether the face maybe takes it away now. Um, the yeah. book, the book I, is think, I, think, I think it's that bad. It's got yeah, that's what I mean. Like it's it looks like a used tea bag. Look at it now. Yes. yes. Let's say yes. Let's say yes. <laughs> <laughs> what about tea? What about Raven? Um, so, yeah, and also, just for fun, we bought Johnny Gargano in December 22 and have had no update on him in a long time. Um, he's going to be joining DIY soon. Does that help? And if you want to get your own figure, I suggest DIY. Tumbleweed. Yes. Um, <laughs> just like your letterboxes and your Johnny doesn't come through the door. Uh, but yeah, all in all, uh, it said that he's shipping them out from tomorrow, which if you're listening on Wednesday is yesterday. Uh, so uh, that should be getting them soon. I did try to look on Bastion Booger to see if you can still purchase it. You can, but not if you're outside of the US. It doesn't let you do it. Oh. But he did say that any remaining ones will be sent to bricks and mortar shops. Okay. So eBay then. eBay, yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. know why he didn't just wait until pre-order close and then just scalp himself or everyone else. He has a poor history with all that. I mean, Series 1 just kept reappearing, so like... Yeah. Um, can't wait for that. Should be a laugh. Uh, and that's it for news. That, that rounds the news out with, with Zombie and Raven. We have a top five from Wrestling Trader. Woo, we get to listen to the very scary jingle. Um, Guessing you're going to be in front of you, Adam. So I will do the top five, and it's a very random top five this time. Kate's sent us over the numbers, and then she's put like little brackets next to them. I'm not sure what she's. Oh, it's because she said that some of the payments are on part payment or something. It's still a sale. Still, so yeah. Uh, no, I think it means people completing the part payments. So the sale was made way back when. Now, we're in number five. We've got Elite Greatest Hits Jake the Snake Roberts. He's snuck in there. Um, slithered in number four is the final moment. Shawn Michaels, he takes number four again for two weeks in a row. Number three, Superstars Bray Wyatt didn't look out of place when it first started, whereas now uh, it does fit into that line quite well. Number two, uh, Ringside Collectibles. Exclusive AEW Sammy Guevara. 
So the two TNT titles. And in at number one is the Ringside Collectibles exclusive hook. Uh, it was twice in a row, I think he's gone there, either that or he was uh, whoring it around in the low twos before. Um, good figure, that hook. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a very... You re- he's was somebody that you recognize from afar, if you get what I mean. He's just instantly recognizable, so he's one that would look good on a shelf. Yeah. Um, I, I like his hair. Oh, jealous. Jealous. I was going to say, a complete jealousy. <laughs> um, Adam, we, 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 me and uh, Dan the other week, I had like our little Hall of Fame, if we were to introduce, introduce, induce, induce? No, induct, induce, induct, yeah, induct, not induce. That's a that's a pregnancy thing. Um, <laughs> our matches, uh, our favorite matches, uh, or matches that mean quite a lot to us, into the Hall of Fame. Uh, we, we we chose our three. Um, so as you're on, and um, we haven't done it since, won't you? Won't you do yours? Your three Hall of Fame matches. Definitely. So I'm not going to say any that you guys have already said because there probably would be a couple, but that'd be boring. Um, so third is one that you guys will have no opinion on whatsoever because I like live wrestling and it's the best match that I have seen live. Uh, and that was American Alpha versus uh, the Revival, uh, an NXT house show in 2017 in Sheffield. Well, that one, of course, <laughs> absolutely amazing. They got the crowd so behind them. I think they were a bit like awestruck at how much the crowd was into everything they were doing as well uh, and they just went with it they reacted with it and honestly it's easily the, one of the best matches i've ever seen i saw, um, so I saw that tour in, to mine. i saw that tour in dublin yeah it was brilliant right. yeah it's a yeah. great tour yeah. um second i think you've got to look back at matches that will always be remembered whether you are a big wrestling fan whether you've come in and out of wrestling and I think you've got to go Rock Hogan you have to because mm. it brought together like two or even two or three different eras all together in one and the the crowd just absolutely took to it um, and, and obviously made it extra special um, for the two of them and the way that the crowd reacted change in the face and the heel kind of thing it oh, I just and they played with it they went with it and they did exactly what they needed to do um for the dynamics of the match and how the crowd were going so just just a perfect match that for me um yeah that's number two number one well, Hogan, I think when I first watched about I remember seeing it in like a market so around here there's a place called Cornish Market World or Par Market as we call it and there's like a DVD stand that would like every six months get like wrestling DVDs in, and they were always 25 quid. Always, regardless of whether it was Judgment Day 2003 or whether it was WrestleMania. I remember seeing um, Mania, Mania 18 in there for must have been about a year or so. And it's before the Days of Sky and stuff. I didn't really know the outcome of Rock versus Hogan. I was watching it, but I didn't never really discussed it like as far back as, as that. So, I remember sort of being like, or oh, wondering who wins and thinking about for ages of like who wins ever didn't know internet back then. And then eventually, I think like I must have picked it up at just the disc from somewhere, like for about a quid, two quid. And um it was just disc one. 
So I never got, never got a chance to watch it. <laughs> and I can't remember, I think my friend had it, had it taped. I think it was a new kid in school and he had it taped before. So, um, but yeah, I think that, like the whole spectacle of the two generations of, of Hogan being 10 years prior, being the big star in WCW, and then also you got The Rock, who was the big Attitude Era star in WWF. So I think that, that contrast of the two, um, maybe that should have been the main event as to what, because like four months before we had the Survivor Series where the invasion angle finished. Do you know what? I I would I would agree with you, but if it was the main event, that there is a chance that that crowd could have been more drained than they were. No, no, I wasn't saying as a main event of um of the pay for you, sorry. I meant oh, as right. in as the main event of the Survivor Series before oh, right. the invasion. So if you had like Hogan versus Rock to really finish the invasion angle off. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Which compared to what we did get, it'd be a completely different ball game, wouldn't it? Yeah, that was one of the most wasted things ever, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't mind it. But I think Hogan versus Rock is probably a good way to look at the end of the invasion angle with the NWA bought in and Austin beating Scott Hall and Kevin Nash tearing his quad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's uh, your third? Number, one, number one, I think one of you guys did mention it, um, but there's no way it's not going to be number one. Um, just the simplicity of the storyline leading into it, just the family dynamics involved in it, and just obviously leading on to what happened further in the pay-per-view, uh, Brett versus Owen. Just if you're going to say to uh, a non-wrestling fan, just watch this little bit of build-up, um, at the Rumble and stuff like that. Catch those highlights and then watch that match. If I was ever going to convert somebody to wrestling, that would be what I'd make them watch. Amazing. Yeah, yeah and that's that to me is like the pick up and watch match. So I mean, like you just you sit down, you've got twenty five minutes spare. Oh, watch Brett versus Owen. I mean, it's it's, it's not many matches that can do that. Yeah, and there's there's hipsters out there saying that the SummerSlam one was better. It really wasn't and doesn't hold up. Um, the cage spots were so corny and like not believable. Whereas the wrestling in Madison Square Garden, the occasion as well as the whole thing around it, it was amazing. And I think if you look like as I mentioned last week about Cactus Jack and Triple H in the street fight, which was like a gimmicked match, but a lot of really good matches and ones that stand out don't need a gimmick. I think it worked for the Cactus Jack one because it was sort of bringing Triple H into his world, which was the whole, basically the point of the storyline was that he turned into Cactus Jack. Um, whereas they didn't need a cage, I didn't think, the Brett and Owen feud. You can have the pair of them fighting in a bra and panties match and it'll still be good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and then the cage spots they did do don't hold the test of time since kayfabe, like, you know, you could easily drive. You could just leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah like... I remember one of the the big blue cage. I think it was is it Boss Man versus Hogan in the one where Zeus was on the stairs. Yes, I think Boss Man had escaped and Hogan grabbed him through the the cage. Am I right in saying that? Uh, like grabbed it. him by the ears. Remember rightly? They used it a lot then as well as even on house shows and stuff as well. Yeah. Lots of strange permutations of cage match results from stuff. I used to like the big blue cage, though. I think that they could do with bringing that back because it turned into like a black cage, didn't it? For 
Valentine's Day Massacre. I think it was the last time we saw a cage that style. Austin McMahon. Potentially. Potentially. Um, anyway, Brett versus Owen was, was lovely. Mainly a telling Special mention for one that I didn't put in my top three for the fear of being humiliated, but we're talking about St. Valentine's Day Massacre. So Bob Holly versus Al Snow in the best hardcore match ever. <laughs> it was in the pyramid and ended up in the river. It is my all-time favourite match, but I can't put it in because I'll be ridiculed. I, there we go. I, um, I remember that match. Because I remember on the back of it, once you get back to VHSs, but on the back of it is a picture of Bob Holly and Al Snow in the river. In the pin. I yeah. hated that because it gives away the basic, it gives away the actual pin on the back of the video. Yeah, um, they, they do it a lot nowadays. Or any Money in the Bank DVDs, they have a picture of the guy holding the briefcase up. Yeah. Or WrestleMania, it'll be a picture of Becky Lynch holding both of the belts and the Star Wars. <laughs> it's poor for everyone. Um, yeah, that pay per view, some Valentine's Day Massacre was great, but the most memorable moments was Big Show debuting and the hardcore match, which hardcore told back then didn't really give us memorable moments, but there were so many that a lot of them got lost, whereas that didn't, um, that match. Yeah, what one was the one where they were in a play centre? That was just an episode of, of Raw. Head, headbangers and crash Headbangers. Yeah. <laughs> it did the, um, it was on like the zip wire, did a hurricanrana. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to, if you're going to do like top three Hall of Fame, like just little Raw segments or whatever, that would be in it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, it could be a regular segment. Where we just think of something for a month. Um, a Hall of Fame of tag team matches, for example. Hall of Fame of uh, gimmick matches. Hall of Fame of gimmick personality or gimmicks. Um, you know, or if you, the listener, if you have three matches you want to put in your Hall of Fame, you drop us a message. Well, um, in there. But don't just put oh. Uh, Sparky plug versus one, two, three kid. Tell us why. Give us some explanation to it. Give us something to read out. If it's if it's got meaning and you know and it's it's relatable, we'll read it out. If it's, if it's just Riff versus Austin. I, I'm not great match. I'm not interested. Does that need an explanation? I don't know. Uh it doesn't know, but like what makes what's what's engaging about it? Because we're not trying to be engaging here. we did say about live matches but we saw Gunter versus Sheamus live didn't we we did you you did have that in your top three though which is Mm. why I didn't I couldn't to be honest I was thinking I don't think it would go in above the three that I've put but it's very very close I think that like remember before the match being like that match is going to slap and then it did yeah, I, think, with... I think I actually came out and said, because Seamus won a multi-man match, didn't he, to get into that yeah. match. And I turned to you and I said, anyone but Seamus would have been better for that match. For various reasons, not because I hate Seamus, because he's a great wrestler, but for various reasons to do with storylines and to do with gimmicks and stuff that was happening. Anyone but Seamus, and then they tore it down. So Yeah. yeah. I, I think the Riddle and Seth Rollins was similar as well, um, where they had a really great storyline going into it. But there we are. But that brings us to a to a close for the episode. And I've also just seen that the uh, Epic Tours have just put a post up about Sabu. So um, there you go. Head on over to there for your update. Read that. Read that. And then tell us how we butchered our reading of it. Yeah. And then tell us how we read it wrong. How we homicidal towards it. Um, Adam, thanks for your time. Thanks for joining us again. No problem. Thanks for having me on. 
Oh, it's always a always a pleasure. Daniel, sort your fucking room out. I I can't. Uh, it's like a trap from Saw. It doesn't it, doesn't it? It appears for all Takahashi, you know, for the listener's benefit. Oh, uh, yeah, you're gonna open up uh, or have a look at some figures. We um, how Takahashi arrive with the cat? It is. There is there is my pulse. Let's end on that note. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye.